you can host the best backyard barbecue. When you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside, repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that. Be a part of Going In Raw today at patreon.com forward slash Stephen Larson. Starting at $1 a month, you can enjoy Going In Raw ad-free, gain access to the daily 30-minute Going In Raw post-show, exclusive merchandise, and so much more. Support Going In Raw today. Click the link in the description. Boys and girls, this is the Undisputed Era. Adam Cole, Kylo Riley, Roderick Strong, and you're listening to Going In Raw, baby. What's up, it's your girl Sasha Banks, legit bosses. You are watching Going In Raw. You like that? This is Shayna Baszler, and you're watching Going In Raw. What's up? This is the most must-see WWE superstar of all time and his lovely, gorgeous wife. Marie. <laughs> and you are going in SmackDown Live. This is the glorious one, Bobby Roode, and you're watching Going In Raw. Hey guys, this is Charlotte, and you're watching Going In Raw. What's up? It's the moonwalking, trash-talking princess of Staten Island. I want to remind you all that Mela is money, and you're watching Going In Raw. Hey, this is Shinsuke Nakamura. Shinsuke watching Going In the Raw. This is the knockout artist, Cassius Ono, and you're Going In Raw. Hey, Brendo, Steve here. And Larson. Yeah, welcome back to Going In Raw, the only pro wrestling podcast you need to be listening to right here at youtube.com forward slash Stephen Larson, available wherever fine podcasts are. Be sure to hit that subscribe button or notify bell next to it. It's especially important these days because we've discovered the community tab. Today, um, we posted a very important poll on the community tab of YouTube. Um, we're going to start utilizing that to reach out to friendos. Um, in a different outlet. Yeah. Um, yeah. Today we posted a poll. You talking about the the Frito Burrito one? Yes. Yes. That was yesterday. It's today for me. I never went to sleep. Now That's I guess. True. Now I guess you, you did yesterday. go to sleep. You told me you went to sleep. Yeah, but I woke up at one in the morning. Whatever. Today, yesterday. Why are you always giving me shit these days? I don't man. want to confuse people. They th they might think, oh, did I? They they might answered that poll. Thought, oh, maybe I missed something because you said there's a new poll today. They go, it's the same poll they already did. Well, man, you I'm know, trying to avoid confusion within our community. You're just—it's just—you're just trying to. Man, two and a half thousand people voted. Wow, in that Frito Burrito, Frito Burrito one hand. Overwhelming! It's—it's it's the new man. It's the new because we did like a little test. We did Frito Burrito versus RB Beef and Cheddar, which yeah. is old school Stephen Larson. It is. it is. Frito Burrito is the new. Yeah. What have you done for me lately, RB Beef and Cheddar? Nothing. They have euros at RB. Nothing. Now, have you tried them yet? I like Euros. Some of you I will. No. No. No, actually, no. Arby's actually has a lot of stuff that I would really love to try. But then I'm like, I like living. You know, I like my heart not exploding. So I'm not going to do that. Anyways, wow. Um, so, yeah. So that's where we are. We're right here at uh, YouTube.com forward slash Stephen Larson. We're also available uh, in the audio podcast realm. Mm -hmm. um, if, you're, uh, if you have an audio podcast app on your phone, Odds are we're on it. A great way to support Going In Raw, a very free and easy way, is to subscribe to Going In Raw on that app, uh, and then maybe leave us a review, a ranking, or a comment. We're also on the Patreon at patreon.com forward slash Stephen Larson, a great uh, uh, bunch of reward tiers there you can check out. And then we're at friendomarket.com, and during this show, all day today, 
uh, we're, we have a sale going sale on right now. Super sale. We've got it. Oh, it's a, it's a super show sale. Super um, sale down. Super prices are headed down. There you go. You, you figured it out. Well done. Um, all the sticker and shirt packs are on sale for 25 bucks. Check it out. Uh, friendomarket.com. Yes. So let's talk about super showdown. All right. In a nutshell, Larson, in a nut, number one, thanks so much to everybody for joining yes, us. Yes. Yes. We had a lot of people show uh, up for our live stream. And yes, we got to find out finally what it's like, although we kind of got a taste of it for some of the new Japan shows. Yes. Um, uh, what it's like for people uh, down under or maybe even in the European Union. Having to stay up at all sorts of weird hours just to watch some wrestling. Yeah. And so, yes, we do absolutely appreciate what you go through for your love of wrestling. Yes. Um, oh, yeah, I need to bring that up, too. And, uh, and so thank you for hanging out with us. Yes, thank you very uh, much. It really made the show. Our community is, is what, Larson? What's best our community? community? It's the best. It's best community. It's the best community. It really is. In a nutshell, uh, it, was, it was largely a pretty fun show. It was less infuriating than like a WrestleMania where like when, when they when they when they when they overthink things, when the WWE creative overthinks things, we get stuff like the Roman Brock stuff, you know? Yeah. And so it it felt like it had that kind of scale, but there wasn't a whole lot of consequential things that were going on. No, not really. Um there, there was, was there was one feud that ended, maybe two. No, more or less just one. Uh, You're talking about uh, AJ Style, yeah. uh, AJ Joe, right? Uh, there was a title change. Um, other than that. What was the other one you were thinking about? What, the feud ended? Yeah. Oh, Ms. Daniel Bryan. But that's Ms. is going to get involved in something. Somewhere. Oh, that's ending in mania. Yeah. Yeah, that's, yeah. Yeah. That's on, that's on pause. That's on pause. Yes. Yeah, it's on hold. Yes. But even that, I wonder if Miz is going to interfere at, at Crown Jewel. Oh, I wouldn't be surprised. <coughs> Highlight was obviously Buddy Murphy's title win, right? Yeah. Wow. Put on a great match. He got an awesome reception in his hometown. Um, I'm sure that's a heck of a moment for him. Yeah. No, yeah. That, that was awesome. Yeah. That was a heck of a moment for me, too. Um, because talk about a dude. You know, we, we talk about 205 Live. There's so many great competitors there, so many great performers there. Buddy Murphy's in that conversation. Oh, yeah. Uh, him. We always talk about I mean, beyond Cedric, it's him. It's Mustafa Ali. It's Leo Rush. Uh, Leo Rush, Yeah. Uh, I mean, he's kind of new, newish there, and I yeah, kind of yeah, yeah. feel like he might be on his way to RAW, even though he was on the show tonight. He's yeah, he, yeah, and he's got he's got like an, a two hundred five live open challenge thing. Mm-hmm. Um, I wonder how that's gonna go. Like ever since he got to RAW, I've been kind of like, yeah, I'm not sure if they're really gonna have him go to the title scene on two hundred five live. Mm-hmm. Um, but man, ever since Buddy Murphy, and you could tell he had that extra spring in his step, being in his home town or whatever um and every uh, this is true of every match he's in everything he does has so much going on behind it yeah you know every move matters to him he doesn't take any move off and i love that about buddy murphy so i would say if if there's a guy who it's him and mustafa ali in terms of like you like to say who really deserves it and who who can who can be sort of the new face of two hundred five live or or another face of two hundred five live, Buddy Murphy Mustafa Ali. Oh, I'm yeah. glad that they gave this to Buddy Murphy. Yeah. Um. So yeah, do we have any? Uh, we're doing this live right now. We are doing it live. Yes. Yeah. So, so we have a couple super yeah, chats. a couple super chats, and then we'll get into the details of the show. Sure, Mike sure. W O P. 
Steve is NWO John Cena. Yeah, man, with we're both growing our hair out. Yep. The real Poland can't stay, have more WWE 2K to play priorities. Are you guys enjoying 2K19 so far? Thanks, friendos. Keep it real. I am. I'm actually kind of itching to I'm itching to play it some more. So I might I might just pff, no sleep for me today. Just going to play some oh, 2K19. Alto, holy hell. <laughs> Thought Steve was Cena and the real Poland Steve new persona NWO Cena. Love you guys. All Thank I'd you. have to all I'd have to do is take off my shirt and those comparisons will disappear. Aaron Frankham, good evening from Australia. Had to work, so I had to sell my ticket. Uh, much rather watch you lads give a real review anyways. Um, Mr. Blue 7, the ending of a lot of matches confused me. There's a couple of matches that kind of ended out of nowhere. One kind of really, really ended out of nowhere. All to serve, all to service a, a one-hour main event. Wow. That thing was like an hour long. The whole thing took an hour from entrances to the conclusion. Yeah. Roughly. Why did I bring up predictions? I want to bring up the know. recap. That's weird. Um, all right. So I have the match times here. Guess how long Daniel Bryan versus The Miz was. Uh, I'll say 334. 225. Whoa! Whoa! Longest match of the night by far. Main event, Triple H versus Undertaker. Bell to bell, 27 minutes and 35 seconds. That's it? But you have four entrances of extended video package, plus all the stuff that happened after the match. How long? 27? 27, 35, bell to bell. If you were to, if you were to have asked me... Before you told me, I would have probably said 37. It felt every second of that 27 minutes. It, they to talk about the scenic route. Oh, yeah. That, that's a match that could have been told in about 15 minutes. Yeah. And they could have given 10 minutes to Daniel Bryan and Miz. Um, but they're old, so they go really, really slow. It didn't need to be that slow. It was a slow and clumsy. <coughs> anyway, let's start from the beginning. Oh, I kind of disagree. You saw how they were moving. Yeah. I think it needed to be. No, I think I, I, by I, I, necessity. No, I'm not talking about the speed of them. I'm, I'm saying the match didn't need to be that slow. I'm trying to say the match didn't need to be that long. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The, they, they can't help the, the number of things they did. Yes. They, can, they, they can't help them move as fast as they move. Yeah. I understand that. I, I mean, I, yeah. That being said, the match was too long. It was all over the map, too. Like, I just, in, in like, so normally matches that by necessity have to be slow because they're, like, old and stuff. You can tell a good story. I mean, if you go back, when when was the end of an era match? Ten years ago? Six years ago, I think. Oh, it was only six years ago? Oh, it's 28, I think. They have all aged a lot since and then. And they made some references to their previous matches going out into the crowd like WrestleMania 27. Uh, the finish was, was uh, I read up, was a reference to WrestleMania 28. Okay. That's what Cage Side Seat said. Okay. Because um, while we were setting up, I did a little bit of reading about uh, okay. people's re reactions to the show. Um so uh, they were trying to hearken back to their their previous matches. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, but there was just a lot they tried to jam into this match. Not all of it worked. This is interesting. Um, uh, Cody Miles oh. chipped in with a super chat. Discord. By the way, access to the Discord, $1 a month. All you need is a single $1 pledge to the Going In Raw Patreon. We have a wonderful community over there on the Discord group. Cody Miles, one of the ringleaders, he said Discord did the stand tall math 50, 55% correct. Is that, what's, the, what's the, the sample size? That's what I want to know. 
on the sample sizes. Is this something from just going into this show for the whole year? Oh, no. I'm, I'm pretty sure he means this show. Oh, okay. I'm pretty sure he means this show. All right. Um, so about half of the, the people that stood tall in the go home. Lost. Yeah. Well, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so first up was Thebar versus New Day for the SmackDown Tag Team Championships. Championship. Mm-hmm. Um, it was uh, Kofi and Xavier Woods, Big E was uh, cheerleading from ringside. Um, not ringside, from the apron. No, ringside. Yeah, ringside? That's right. Yeah, that's ringside, right. okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, and, uh, I mean, this is a fun enough match. Um, it, was just one, it, was. it was one of those, yeah, it was a good match. It was, it was, it was, These guys can't put on a bad match. I know. A lot of the stuff going on here, especially when there was no title changes, kind of just felt like stuff you would probably see at a house show. Like good stuff, they would they 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 turned it up like they would for TV, a bit, but you kind of like going into this match, you knew New Day was going to win based what happened on SmackDown. Yeah, I would there actually wasn't a whole lot of drama involved. I would actually kind of counter a little bit, or, or I, I would I'll, I'll put it this way, to further your point, it feels it felt more like stuff you would see on a house show, not necessarily on SmackDown. On SmackDown, these guys kill it. You know what I mean? Like this actually felt kind of sub SmackDown ish. Like I said, they can't put on a bad match, yeah. but on SmackDown, and it's just, it's honestly, it's kind of a testament to how good SmackDown's been lately. Everybody seems really inspired mm-hmm. on SmackDown, you mm-hmm. know, doing those matches. Mm-hmm. Um, Kofi ended up getting the pin after a backstabber slap. So he delivered a backstabber to no, Ces- Xavier. Xavier. delivered a backstabber to Cesaro. Right, Kofi went up. And then did the double stomp off the right. top rope. Okay, and they got the pin uh, doing that. Yes. Next we had what easily could have been the main event of the show, Charlotte versus Becky Lynch. Um, another really good match between the two of them. They took the the violence and the physicality to a next level. There was a lot of strikes, um, lots of. At one point, Charlotte, during their back and forth, yelled at Becky Lynch, said, "Come fight me." Yeah. Um, and there uh, was an extended period of uh, form exchanges. Right. Yeah. Reminiscent of something you'd see in New Japan. Yeah. Um, uh, at one point, Becky went to the timekeeper area, grabbed her belt, said, "Enough with this." I'm out of here. Charlotte tosses her back in the ring, but. The title stayed in the apron area, mm-hmm. um, and then the finish saw uh, Charlotte uh, put Becky in the figure eight. Uh, Becky grabs the belt, hits Charlotte with it. Charlotte wins by disqualification. Yep. After the match, they brawl, um, and in the end, Becky throws Charlotte to the barricade. She walks up the ramp holding her title. Yep. So that and, they, were, and they announced that there's going to be a rematch on SmackDown on Tuesday. Right on. Yeah, I wonder if that, I mean, that's an opportunity for them to hot potato that title a little bit. Kind of makes me wonder if they're going to do that. I, I'd be totally fine with that. I think it'd be great. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, you, you sort of run into the problem with the crowd is so into Becky right now. Oh, yes. I'm not sure if they want a, a just a hail of booze raining down on Charlotte. You know what I mean? I just don't know if they want to go there. Yeah, I don't know either. Um, after that, we had an Elias Kevin Owens promo in advance of their match. Um uh, of course, uh, Elias runs down uh, Australia a little bit. He Collingswood, something. Collingwood. I think Dylan Haggett said it's supposed to be Collingwood. Yeah, yeah. But before that, he was you know doing his guitar solo and he yeah. busted out some uh, ACDC Thunderstruck. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cried into it. Yeah. And then he went off on his own uh, uh, soloing tangent. Came back. You can tell he was still riding high from his Seattle. Oh yeah. Burn. Kevin Owens called uh, Melbourne uh, uh, cesspool. Yeah, because they were giving him a Kevin Owens chant. And then he said, before I was rudely interrupted, yeah. this place is accessible. Uh, which led to Elias and Kevin Owens versus 
evidently Steve here and Lashley. Jacked Steve. Yeah. Is who John Cena is. We've both been growing our hair out, yeah, which they, evidently makes us look even more like each yeah, other. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. Because, um, like, all of a sudden, my Twitter and the live chat starts. Yeah, everybody saying, oh said NWO Cena. <coughs> Steve equals NWO Cena. No Leo Rush. No Leo Rush. Disappointing. I, really no, I don't to, like long flights. I really wanted to see John Cena and Leo Rush interact. Here's another thing about this show that was interesting. There wasn't any backstage segments for the whole time. Even oh, on yeah, a lot of pay-per-views, huh. they'll have a little quick backstage or an interview or something. None of it. Just match to match to match. With you know, occasional video package when necessary. No backstage segments. Nary a one. This is going to be a very silly supposition here, but maybe... I mean, given Leo wasn't there, given the SmackDown announced team wasn't there, maybe they brought a relative skeleton crew? Oh, I think so. I think they traveled light, yeah. No backstage production people yeah. either? Yeah, I think they just brought the necessary people. Yeah. Yeah, Man, they sold, according to them, 70, 70, 70 over 70,000. Yes. You'd think they can bring a couple DSLRs out. You'd think so. Yeah. You'd think so. Yeah, it was just, yeah, I mean, not having the SmackDown commentary team was pretty glaring, and then... No Leo. Yeah. A couple other things. No backstage segments. Nothing yeah. like that. No pre-show. I'll be honest with you, though. Until you mention it, I didn't miss it. No, I didn't I didn't miss it at all. Yeah. You just, I just get so used to WWE product a certain way. Yeah. And didn't see that in this case, they kind of traveled with, with just the bare necessities. It seemed like just anybody who's on the show, probably just necessary production crew. Um, yeah. It's the bare, bare necessities. It'd be nice to have for uh, Leo Rush to be there, though. So I really yeah. want to see him and John Cena interact. I know. I thought that would have been great. I know. I agree with and you. And we're not going to see it because John Cena is heading right back towards he, he's, he's shooting a movie in China right now, right? Yeah. So he's heading right back to China. So this was hilarious. Everybody else is going back to the States. Bobby Lashley. Uh, do, do you still have Wikipedia? How long was this match? Uh, Ten minutes. Okay. So nine minutes of this was Bobby Lashley Yeah. Um, versus Elias and Kevin Owens. They were yeah. teaming up on him. Um, and he was being thrown around. Eventually, at around the nine minute forty second mark, that I would say fair, that's fair. Tags in John Cena, and what do we get, Larson? Six moves to do, man. Literally, only, we only get shoulder tackle, shoulder tackle, uh, belly to back suplex, five knuckle shuffle, AA, and that new finishing move he has. Yeah, that six moves. Six. He literally got in there, did six moves, got the pin. And then got the microphone, which is kind of the most important thing Cena does these days. And it was a very heartfelt... It, it's, it sounded like he was just reading some of his tweets. It did. Yeah, it did. He seems... I mentioned this during the stream. He just sort of comes off as a sad guy these days. So when he was with Nikki Bella... He seemed, he seemed to be a little more... A bit more jovial. He, yeah! Joking around a bit more. Yeah, you would joke around. But it he was seemed all, complete. It was all very sincere. It feels very like earnest. it feels like when he was with Nikki Bella. I, I I get the idea that so he doesn't get he doesn't have the big crowd anymore on a regular basis on a weekly basis, and I feel like he gets it honestly it honestly comes off like the man gets a lot of emotional support. From his own John Cena community. From C Nation. From C Nation. <laughs> Thank you. From C Nation. Like that legitimately comes, right? Yeah, it does, no, I right? Agree. I agree. And between his tweets, um, 
And and then his promo tonight, knowing that they split, and God knows who you know who knows what the legit story is with that. Yeah, who knows? The man comes off as as long because he doesn't have you know he's off shooting movies, which you know I've I've read. I've never shot a movie myself before. Uh, I've never been an actor in a big Jackie Chan movie. But you were an extra on that. I've been an extra, but I don't know the experience of being a star, um, sadly. Um, but I've heard that it can be an isolating thing. You know, you, a lot of, what is it, sit around and wait? A lot of downtime. You hurry up and wait. Hurry up and wait. So you're in your trailer a lot. Um, and he just came out there and delivered this promo that was it was very grateful for his time in WWE. And he talks a lot these days about his, you know, winding down. I know. My best days are behind me. It's all just a bummer. Is he having a midlife crisis? It feels like it. Like, who grows their hair out? You know, and granted, it's probably for a movie, probably but I don't know. Maybe yeah, it's yeah. not. Maybe not. Maybe, Maybe he's always he been like, super long. you know, I've seen many, many superstars grow their hair long. John Cena wants to do the same. I want to try that. I want to grow my hair. It's also in front of my face. Yeah. So you can't see me. <laughs> so you truly can't see me. Um, yeah, it's just kind of a bummer to see Cena. I, I, I want him to have some friends or something. Yeah, I know. You know, some like true friends. <laughs> Maybe he shouldn't have, like, you know, given J.J. Bella the, the business when he asked him just to freaking talk to somebody. Maybe he'd have had a friend there. Well, at the end, didn't Cena say, I'll open a door, but you have to walk through it. You know, something like that. Yeah, and then who knows what J.J. Bella did with that. Yeah, not much of anything, apparently. I don't know, man. You haven't heard anything about him in WWE Developmental. No, Much no. less on the main roster. I was there, can confirm, didn't see him. Not at Performance Center. Not at the Performance Center. Right, can't confirm. I should have asked around, though, now that I think about it. Yes. Anyway. Next, Iconics versus Asuka and Naomi. A customary pre-match promo from the Iconics. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, they, didn't, they didn't work heel whatsoever. No, they didn't. Um, I was kind of surprised. So just because later on... We got to see what a true hometown pop was for Buddy Murphy, and it was big. Yeah. Um, somebody pointed out, and I'm sorry, I forget who, that uh, the Iconics are from Sydney, not Melbourne. Mm-hmm. So they said it could be totally easy for them to say, we're happy to be here in Melbourne, but we'd rather be in Sydney. And I kind of thought that they were going to go there because they were setting it up. And they, they didn't. And then they didn't. Mm-mm. Um, and I think the crowd, I mean, look, the, I'm, I'm sure, you know, uh, crowds are happy to have somebody from their own general territory, but it kind of came off like a standard WWE crowd, mm-hmm. you know, just, they didn't cut a heel promo, so they didn't get the booze. Yeah. Um, but there didn't seem to be like an overwhelming, oh man, they're, they're back or anything that didn't come until Buddy Murphy. Um, but no, yeah, no heel antics and, uh, it was a fairly short-ish match. It was maybe like, a, what, a 10-minute match? Maybe? Yeah, it was about 10 minutes. Uh, no, it wasn't. It, it was, was like a, seven? A, a little bit less than six. Okay, all right. Yeah, wow. Super short. Yeah, so that was short. Um, yeah, not no heel shenanigans, really. Not really. The Iconics, uh, t- in the end, ended up uh, sort of shoving Oscar outside the ring. Yeah, she uh, Billy Kay threw into the bar- the barricade, yeah. Got back in. They did their uh, tag team finish, which is that knee to the head. Yeah. Um, on Naomi, they got the win. Mm-hmm. So there you go. They, mm-hmm. they got the hometown win. Mm-hmm. Um, but it didn't really, it didn't feel as, 
they didn't they didn't play up how happy they were as much as I figured they would to be mm-hmm. in Australia. Mm-hmm. They didn't try to make a real connection with the crowd. And so the win felt a bit less impactful. I wonder how much they wanted like how much they wanted to really go with that given that they're supposed to be heels in the end. Yeah, you know? no, I know. That's Whether probably they the case. To, you know, be baby faces for the night. Yeah. After that we had Smojo versus AJ Styles. No DQ, no count out, must be a winner. Um, um, they kind of took the scenic route to the no no DQ aspect of it <coughs> because, uh, well, they started out brawling on the outside. Before the match even started. Yeah, yeah, but then they had to make it inside the ring for the bell to ring, which is silly for a no DQ match. Just let them start, start fighting. Um, yeah. But once they got back in the ring, they were in the ring for a while. Yeah. More yeah. or less. There was some, you know, a little bit here and there outside. Yeah. Um, and then uh, a chair got introduced into the into the match. Um, AJ Styles brought in, hit Joe with it, sat down on it for a little bit, um, and then uh, was positioning it for him to do like a, a springboard move off the chair. Mm-hmm. Joe caught him with the Uranagi. Uranagi, not to be confused with uh, Insigiri. Insigiri. Uh, puts him uh, uh, through the chair. Looked like it hurt. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a, a table set up in the ring. Mm-hmm. Joe was trying to do a, a superplex through it. Instead, mm-hmm. AJ reverses. Um, puts Joe through it. Joe mm-hmm. starts t- saying that his knee popped. Oh yeah, a knee injury. Yeah, that I was like, oh god. Everybody started thinking, oh my god, is this is this real? Is it fake? Is it real? Is it fake? Yeah. Um, but thankfully, it was fake. Yes. Um, he got up in fairly quick fashion. Mm-hmm. Looks like we're having some troubles with the stream. Sorry, people. We're gonna get that figured out. Yes. Or not. Um, so AJ starts working over Joe's leg. Yeah. Um, tries to put the calf crusher on Joe. Joe reverses it into a coquina clutch mm-hmm. um, and uh, AJ manages to escape by wor- working his way going under the ropes because mm-hmm. no DQ, no yeah. rope break. Yep. Um, AJ goes for a phenomenal forearm. Joe catches him again, puts him in the, cl- in the clutch. Um, I guess feeling that he wasn't going to tap at that time. Joe just did a suplex out there, um, which is pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, next, Joe puts AJ in the clutch. AJ does the reversal into the pin like he had done previously, their last match at Hell in a Cell. Joe kicks out. Right when he kicks out, AJ transitions to the calf crusher. Uh, Joe's leg apparently took too much punishment. Mm-hmm. He taps out. Yeah, so that was a, a fairly definitive finish Yes. for this. I do appreciate that character-wise AJ did seem to have much more of a mean streak, mm-hmm. um, which I thought was good. Mm-hmm. Um, and... Uh, you know, uh, he ended up going over clean with mm-hmm. a tap out. Mm-hmm. Uh, Joe moves on now to something else. What? Something else, I, I guess. Know exactly. Yeah. And then AJ just goes on to await the finish of uh, Ms. Daniel Bryan. Which, once the match started, he didn't have to wait very long. He did not have to wait long at all. No. So, yeah. Um, after that, we had uh, Ronda Rousey and the Bellas. Versus Riot Squad. There's a bit of tension about who was going to start the match. Would it be Ronda? Would it be Nikki? Would it be Ronda? Would it be Nikki? It In was, the end, it yeah. was Nikki. It was all, but it was all very like cordial. I mean, they were just they were just making their cases. Yeah, they were just made. There wasn't like any. It was like, oh, I just feel like you know I've been here for a while, so you know I'm just coming back. I think I should do it. And then Ronda's like, well, I'm all champion, right. but okay. But you're the veteran here. Yeah. Exactly. Have at it. Yeah. And that is what happened. So uh, the Bellas wrestled pretty much most of this match. Again, like the, the Cena-Lashley situation. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. The Bellas uh, 
wrestled for 95% of the match. Yeah. And Ronda just came in for the finish. Yeah, pretty much. Um, there was a bit of a, a back and forth uh, between uh, Liv Morgan and Brie Bella, of course, following the incident that happened a couple weeks incident. back where Brie Bella kicked Liv Morgan in the face, concussing Liv Morgan. Yeah. Um, Liv got off uh, insecurity on Brie that looked like, um, it was, I mean, I don't think it was shoot stiff, but it looked not, it looked snug. It looked pretty snug, yeah. Um, and then when Bree did her Bree mode running knee, ooh, she took her foot off the gas. Oh yeah, she. Uh, that was the softest running knee I've seen in a long that time. That was very gentle. Yes. So she's, uh, you know, that sucks, man. I because I know we did we did an episode obviously talking about that because we talk about what people are talking about. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> but man, like to have the entirety of social media wrestling social media oh, raining I down know, on I you. Know, I know. That's got to be rough. I if like I'll be I'll, you know I'll I'll say this if I got a fraction of the heat that Brie Bella had on her for that you know stuff in the ring I you would never see me again. Mm-hmm. I said okay cool right on deleting everything you mm-hmm. will not see me again mm-hmm. if that's how it's gonna be. Mm-hmm. So kudos to her for sacking up and mm-hmm. you know getting back on because mm-hmm. man that sucks you know so so yeah. And I hate to think that as as an outlet we're any part of that, but I think that we've been fairly measured in our in our response, you know. Um, but yeah, that that that's got to suck in that side oh, yeah. of things. Oh yeah. Um, so, but, anyways, yeah. the riot squad was uh, working over the the bells pretty good, mm-hmm. and uh, eventually Rhonda got a hot tag. She was trying to put Liv in the armbar. Sarah Logan breaks it up, mm-hmm. and they're going to do a double team move. They think yeah. they have the upper hand. Yep. Ronda Rousey says. No. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. She puts both of them in the arm bar. This is a cool sequence. This is a cool they little bit. They both tap. Yeah, I like this. This is good. They tap like immediately, put over Ronda really good. So mm-hmm. good for them. Yes. Um, after that, uh, we had um, match, of, match the of the night. Match of the Absolutely. night. Absolutely. No, yeah, no. I think it's even close. Yeah. Cedric Alexander versus Buddy Murphy for the Cruiserweight title. Number one, it was awesome that I don't. So I saw somebody on Twitter said that the pre-show had been canceled. I never knew. I never knew there was a pre-show in the first. place. I don't place. think they ever announced a pre-show. I didn't see that. Maybe it just canceled in the sense that they didn't have one, as opposed to every other pay-per-view where they do. When Cedric came out, um, oh yeah, he came out first, huh? Cedric Alexander came out first, yeah. as the champion. I guess you know, hometown, hometown guy. Guy gets the second entrance. Yeah, um, he looked very happy though. I would not yeah. have. I would not have. If, I would have not have thought I mean, that as a like loose face. face. No. I, that was a, hey, we're not on the pre-show. You know it could be? It could be not just, we're not in the pre-show. It's, we're in the second half of the card. Yeah. Which that, I mean, the last Fairly time prominent spot. Happened for a Cruiserweight title match that they're in the latter half we of the card. We are on after the, the WWE, WWE title, title match. match. Yeah. yeah. Um, so that's got to be uh, fulfilling to know that, A, you get that prominent uh, spotlight to do your work, and B, mm-hmm. maybe it's, it's got to feel good knowing, all right, I've built up this title enough that it that is on this spot on the card. He's done a good job. He's done an excellent job. Yeah, he has. Yeah, he's really added a, a brought a lot of stability to that show after everything that happened with the whole Enzo thing and the yeah, like sure. taking over. So for the six months he's had the title, I mean, yeah. he's he's been the anchor on that show. He's really, you know, held things together over there. You've uh, you've said in the past that you felt that he was going to have uh, a fairly significantly long, significantly long I title run. I thought they could do a story where he has the belt till Mania again and has the match against Mustafa Ali again. Mm-hmm. Mustafa wins it or something yeah. like that. But I think, I think that, I mean, I think your point 
in general is is fairly sound. They needed a guy who can bring stability to the brand. I think he's done a very good job doing that. I think stability has been established. That's personally why I felt Drew Gulak could have been the guy to take it off him uh, last month or, mm-hmm. you know, within the last. Cell, yeah. yeah, at Hell in a Cell. Um, they didn't go that route. They went with Buddy Murphy to get this oh, hometown. Sorry, SummerSlam. Sorry. Yeah, to get this hometown pop. Um, I thought it was a good place to do it. I think Buddy Murphy's an excellent guy oh, yeah. to do it. And we got a Spanish fly. We got a kick out of a lumbar check. I haven't seen that before as far as I know. I don't think we've seen that before. And I think that that's, that's great. Mm-hmm. That is mm-hmm. so. And the crowd, like nobody saw that coming. Uh, crowd popped huge for it. I really, this is a good time to talk about this. I really love the setup there at the, at the what, what is this place called? Uh, Melbourne Cricket Grounds. Okay. Um the f- the 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 field seating um, was like stacked. It was tiered. It looked like it looked like. Anyways. Well, I mean, I think I think I think right. You know, probably the first five ten rows maybe was was on the field, and then they had risers thereafter. Mm-hmm, yeah, up into the grandstand area. Yeah. yeah, I mean that's not too different than WrestleMania. I think they just had more risers than they usually do for Mania. Yeah, because um, it really it really made the place. It, it really gave it the impression that the crowd. Too often in these things, like the crowd just looks so distant. Mm-hmm. But this look, it was just row after row after row of people. Mm-hmm. And it really gave it like a, I don't want to say an intimate feel, but like for a place that's like 60 or 70, they say 70,000 people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It did kind of give the you know, field an intimate They did. Bit. It was such a, a vast field they had uh, to, to deal with. Maybe they did some production tricks. Maybe they used a, a, a longer lens. That could be. That could be. Using like a. 40 or 50 millimeter they use like an 85 so it, it could press the space i don't know anyways the match starts uh buddy murphy just hits uh cedric immediately with like a really nasty knee right to the face mm-hmm. cedric kicks out um buddy goes for a top rope move uh cedric rolls out of the ring but uh we saw some stuff here a few things that we hadn't seen maybe ever uh, i don't think ever we've seen cedric alexander hit that top rope Mishinoku mm-hmm. driver during a match yeah that was impressive yeah um at one point the crowd was chanting for buddy Cedric turned towards them, annoyed. Yeah. So maybe that'll, that'll, that'll be uh, mentioned going forward. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, as you mentioned earlier, Buddy Murphy kicked out a lumbar check, something we have not seen maybe since the Cruiserweight Classic. That was huge. That was huge. Um, but in the end, uh, Buddy Murphy hits another knee when uh, Cedric was going for his uh, springboard uh, clothesline. Mm-hmm. Followed up with Murphy's Law and picked up the win. Crowd pop, probably pop of the night. Yeah, no, absolutely. Last that no, crowd was the whole night. Not even that's not even questionable. Outstanding. Yeah. That was that was great. Um, next up, we had uh, Dogs yeah. of War versus the Shield. Yeah, this I was mean, long too. This was long. It was how long was this match? Almost twenty minutes. Okay. This, it felt a little too chaotic. Yeah, there was a lot going on here. There was a lot going on. So, like, they've done this on Raw when it's been fun. Yeah. And I don't know. Like, I'm willing, perfectly willing to admit that maybe this is just because. It was 4.30 in the morning. 4.30 we in the morning for us. The personal yeah. thing. It felt less fun than what we got on Raw. Mm-hmm. Before it was like two, three weeks ago. I was like, wow, that was actually a lot of fun, whatever that match yeah. was. So, I don't know, man. Shield came down. They had their Bane masks on. Yeah. Um, this match was what it was. Drew selling too much. He should sell less. He shouldn't sell at all. Yeah, basically. He should be like, you know. He should be. Zod. Yeah. 
as heel Superman. Basically face. invulnerable. Yeah, pretty much. Um, the story going through this was uh, still Dean, will he turn? At one point, uh, Roman tries to Superman punch Dolph. Dolph gets out of the way, so Roman ends up punching uh, Superman, punching uh, Dean off the apron. Mm-hmm. Yep. So he's out of it for a while. Um, uh, there's a moment where it's Seth and Roman in the ring. Um, dogs of war surround the ring. Dean gets up. He's on the fourth side of the ring, and, mm-hmm. and you know they take a moment, sell the moment. Will Dean turn on the shield? Yeah. Help dogs of war or not? He yeah. does it. He gets back in there. They go for a shield triple uh, power bomb. Braun comes on Drew. Braun comes in and breaks it up. Mm-hmm. It could have been a really bad spot. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then uh, Braun's going around the ring, giving everybody shoulder tackles, and he yells to Dolph and Drew to get Dean out there. So mm-hmm. he's going to run his ass over, he says. Yeah. Um, he prepares to do so, and then Roman makes the save, spearing Braun through the barricade so Dean doesn't get a shoulder tackle, mm-hmm. making up for his previous mistake. Right. Um, in, in the end, uh, Dean picks up the win for the shield, pin and Dolph after dirty deeds. Mm-hmm. They do shield fist bump. Yeah. All that. Um, so it seems like shield still strong for the mm-hmm. time being. Yeah. Hopefully that'll change. I want to see Dean turn on him. Yeah, it that'll happen. It's just it's not going to happen at 4 o'clock in the morning. No. No. Um, so, yeah. Next. We'll probably talk about this match longer than it actually lasted. Miz versus Daniel Bryan. Um, the Miz comes out. We should have thought something was wrong right away. Miz grabs a mic, um, starts to talk. Nope. Daniel Bryan music hits. Immediately interrupted. Um, there's some a little bit of back and forth. Daniel Bryan hits all but the final yes kick. Miz hits a knee plus. Um, and uh, uh, Miz goes for a skull-crushing finale. Daniel Bryan rolls him up and out of nowhere wins. So that was the situation where they were running long somewhere else. And rather than cut time off of uh, the main event, which was apparently allocated an hour from a video package to conclusion. Um, so this match that uh, is kind of a huge deal, it felt like, because it was, is for a title shot. Yeah. Lasted less than two and a half minutes. I hate saying this, but they, I mean, they could have stolen some time out of Samojo AJ Styles. I feel like that match that plotted a bit too much. Especially the, the first half. That was yeah. 23 minutes. Yeah. And then, yeah, the Shield Dogs of War. I just, it's, I'm not into it. Just not into it. They could have cut three <coughs> three minutes off that, two from AJ and Joe, the mm-hmm. extra five minutes, and cut seven minutes from the main event. Yeah. And then would have given us a 17-minute match. Mm-hmm. So if that same finish, the roll-up finish, had happened after a hard-fought 15, 20-minute match, I'd have been fine. Yeah. But then just out of nowhere, two and a half minutes in, mm-hmm. I don't know. It's just, it seemed obvious that... that Time was an issue and it was all messed up. Yeah. So it was a bummer. Yeah. Serious, serious bummer. But, you know, they announced it. Crown Jewel, we're going to get AJ Styles versus Daniel Bryan, and that should be great. Mm-hmm. This will probably interfere, end up costing Daniel Bryan the title or something um, to further their feud. Yeah. That has to be the way it goes. Yeah. It'll probably be a triple threat. Yeah. At Survivor Series, I would guess. Yeah, I could see Between that. The three of them. I could see that. 
Which leads to our main, main event. event. Main event. Triple H versus Undertaker. Yeah. Man. Wowie wow. Long plotting. This is a very long affair. Almost Super a half long. hour. Yeah. Um, it had some good moments. I mean, it's always fun to see Shawn Michaels out there. Mm-hmm. Doing his run. Yeah. He's, yeah or his little, jog. His, like little weird legs. Yeah. They're always like far apart from each and other. His reactions are always great. He always yeah. sells the moment better than basically anybody. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so uh, early on, uh, or before the match started, I think on Twitter, I didn't notice it on the actual broadcast. Um, the uh, it was announced that it was going to be a no DQ match. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and so uh, there was tables involved, plenty of chairs, sledgehammer, of course. Mm-hmm. Uh, at one point, a table set up on the outside uh, by the Undertaker. No, it isn't utilized immediately. At one point, he teases. You know, like the spot he did at WrestleMania against Shawn Michaels where he jumps over the top rope. And I'm like, no. Yeah. Please don't do that. Thanks yeah. Triple H stops him with the yeah. chair. No, dead man. Here's my chair. Don't do that. Don't do that. Eventually. I mean, there, Sorry, look, there were cool parts to this match. Yeah. If it's condensed to a good 13 minutes, it could have been a lot of fun. Yeah, I know. Um, there was just too many bits where under, he just moves so slow. And I mean, there, but there were cool, there was cool stuff. There was, you know, he was really taking that chair over Triple H's back. Yeah. That was cool. There was just a lot of goofy stuff too. Like some people, like, I think, I wonder if some of it is, hey, we've been doing this for a really long time. A lot of it we can just figure out out there. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm sure they, mm-hmm. they came out with their beats in advance, mm-hmm. but like maybe they needed a bit more run through time. Maybe. Because there was some things like when Kane was like chasing HBK oh, yeah, around yeah. the table. Yeah. It was just, it was kind of comical. It was comical. It was. It was. Yeah. Um, the table eventually came into play. Mm-hmm. HBK super kicks Kane. Triple H puts Kane on the, whoa, oh, no. on, the on the table and drops an elbow off the apron since Kane through the announced, or so through the table on the outside. Um, Triple H eats the tombstone, kicks out. Undertaker apparently upset. With referee Mike Kyoto, decks him. Just cold cocks him, lays him out. Yeah, that was cool. Um, and then uh, Taker eats a pedigree. He kicks out. Triple H puts a chair around Undertaker's neck, gets the second rope, stomps in the chair. Mm-hmm. Um, new ref comes down, obviously because Undertaker kicked out of a pedigree. Yeah. Um, and Kane pulls the ref out during the <coughs> pin. Mm-hmm. Second uh, ref laid out. Um, trip, or, sorry, HBK produces a sledgehammer from under the ring. Um, uh, Triple H and uh, Undertaker were stared down from across the ring. Triple H with sledgehammer, Undertaker with chair. Mm-hmm. They charge towards e- each other. Triple H hits sledgehammer to chair to Undertaker's head. Yeah, uh, He goes for the uh, the pin, but there's no ref. Um, and then uh, we get a, we get a, a super kick. Mm-hmm. Uh, Undertaker tries to do a tombstone to HPK. Mm-hmm. Um, Triple H breaks that up. Another super kick, a pedigree. Triple H gets the win. He finally beats The Undertaker. Yes. Yes. Um, like, not at WrestleMania, but it was kind of a good substitute for WrestleMania. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah. And uh, Triple H is overcome with emotion. Yeah. Yeah. Just completely overcome with emotion, seemingly. So, I mean, I guess we're going to get a tag match. a tag match at Crown yeah, Jewel. Crown Jewel. That's what we're thinking. DX versus Brothers of Destruction. Yeah. DX versus, okay. Well, that's cool. Um, 
Yeah, just a slow match. But I don't know. It was like the, the show. Look, we knew the show wasn't going to be. Again, like I said, they didn't. They, there was nothing huge riding on any of this. Mm-hmm. There are no big stakes. Universal, they didn't have to worry. I just feel like they worry so much about that Universal title and Roman Reigns. Oh, I know. That that can suck the life out of a show. And it does a lot of weeks on Raw. And they didn't have to worry about that necessarily on this show. Mm-mm. This did feel like a, a big, giant house show to a degree, um, except it all had to remain canon. The Daniel Bryan thing was super weird. He had a funny tweet about it afterwards. Yeah, he referred to himself as Mr. Small Package. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. He said, Mr. Small Package strikes again. Mm-hmm. So uh, let's read the... Oh, there's a couple more notes about after the match. Oh, so, uh, oh yeah. Triple H right. picks up the win. Um, and so Undertaker's selling it. He picks up the sledgehammer, hands it to Triple H. Triple H throws the sledgehammer out of the ring, helps Undertaker up. They all pose. And it seems awkward and weird because they'd all just beat the hell out of each other. Yeah. Um, and then eventually Brothers of Destruction do attack, mm-hmm. beat the heck out of, of Triple H and HBK, tombstone for Triple H, Boom. choke slam through the announce table for HBK, yeah. all, of course, to set up match at Crown Jewel between the four of them. Yeah. So, yeah it'll probably be more of the same for that. Yeah, probably. It's a lot so, of overbooking. A lot, lot of overbooking. A lot of overbooking. A lot of plotting mm-hmm. about... Mm-hmm. Um, that's not going to be, but that's not going to be the main event of Crown Jewel. No, the main event's be the Universal Title match. Yeah, that's right. All right, you get Brock, Braun, and Roman in the ring together. That's to be the main event. Yeah, we got a couple last super chats here. Uh, yeah. Unfortunately, the stream died. We've been having all sorts of internet. Yeah, issues. it was working more or less fine for four hours. It was fine. And then and then I understand it. I don't know, man. It's been frustrating. Uh, Keys and Seven has a couple here. Unfortunately, I can't actually hear y'all right now because I'm on a train home from the MCG, dropping in to invest in going in raw money stash. Live crowd made it seem a lot more exciting than it was, but it didn't convert on TV at all from what I gather. Too sweet. Enjoy the sleep, guys. Thank you. No, we and we kind of understood that. Like I didn't, I didn't poo-poo the crowd at all because that's a big ass stadium i know and it's open air stadiums it's it's hard to really on tv to, to capture the uh the uh, the volume level for that buddy murphy match though man you could tell, you tell it was were, loud yeah over the moon yeah joe cronin show what's up joe cronin hey joe he said i just finished my deal guys this show made me want to bleed internally very predictable boring show to me just saying hi well, thank you, Joe. Thanks, Joe. Uh, Mr. Dope, a.k.a. Tully, said, My not smoking ended last night. Very sad to hear that, Mr. Dope. But you know what, man? Maybe you can get back on it. Yeah. Um, anyways, that's it for the show. Yeah, uh, so, so sorry to people who are tuning in for this for the recap. Uh, it is what it is. We're going to have to put Comcast down. Like a Yeah, we're, we're going to be working on, on this. Anyways, that's it for show. Thanks so much for tuning in. Uh, till next time, we'll talk to you guys later. Goodbye. The Angie's List you know and trust is now Angie, and we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews, but now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie. And we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because you know if you own a home, 
it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com.